Welcome to another episode of Quality Tech Talk. My boy Omar, Cress, and this is episode 35. 35. I had to, you know, do the... I thought you were about what to forget. number I'm on. <laughs> man, I thought you were about to forget. I was like, man, he didn't say the number yet. What's going on? And uh, not that we were the first, but, you know, we, we kind of started the video podcast, mm-hmm. you know, as, as the low man on the pole. Right. Now a lot of them are doing it. So, yeah, we're back in video too, guys. And uh, I, I just felt like, you know, at first, you know, Omar and I, we, we were like, hey, um, we're not doing anything visual. We're not, mm-hmm. we don't have any product like that. Right. But um, I'm a visual person. And so, you know, not because the other people are jumping on again or jumping on. Uh, I just feel like, hey, some people want to do it in video. But then you got a lot of people that's just on YouTube, period. Right, right. That's just like, I can have the best of both worlds. I can have video and I can have podcast video. It's funny because like when we first started Quality Tech Talk a couple years ago, it started as a YouTube channel. And eventually we transitioned to audio-only podcasts. And the logic then was... Yeah, but we're not demoing product. We're not like, ooh, look, here's this iPhone or whatever, right? Uh, and But then, like, you know, all these other tech YouTubers start making their podcasts, and they do a video one, too, and it's just literally just them talking. So you see their face and their mannerisms and stuff like that. Every now and then you'll see, like, uh, you know, uh, articles that they're looking at or something like that. But, you know, it, 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 you know, it also brings the person, I guess, you know, it's kind of like we're talking to the per- like, for real, talking mm-hmm. to you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So... I Absolutely. think uh, I think this is what we'll probably do moving forward. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Uh, we are transitioning out of Michigan soon, so video may actually be a, a real good thing, at least especially for Omar and I, because then now we can actually really see each other. Right. Right. And then uh, you know the the you know our listeners can see us interact as well. So, exactly. Uh, I'm actually happy that I threw this out last minute. I said, "Hey, well, let's, how let's, about some video? That's some video, yeah." So, uh, but today is a, uh, a, an episode that I got excited about. Um, Let me pause that... you real quick. <laughs> quick announcement. I was going to wait to the end, but I'm just going to announce it now. Guys, be on the lookout. Uh, Crush is starting a YouTube channel um, where he's going to pontificate about his, um, uh, his tech passions and stuff like that. So, we'll probably be... Heavy Apple, right? You know, uh, um, you know, maybe to start, right? Yeah, it's gonna be probably Heavy Apple to start, but then like you know, uh, Omar wants to call it the Modern Household. We don't know if that's the name yet, <laughs> but I like where he was going with that because, to be honest with you, like a lot of my passions are yes, wireless, but then I, I love home stuff. I love, uh, and then accessories too are, are now becoming a thing for me. You know, mm-hmm. especially uh, you know with the AirTag, uh, and I didn't think I would need that accessory. Um, but you know, like my house right now is full of different smart, uh, assistants. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like three of them, three of them now. Uh, so like, you know, I, I love, you know, smart lighting, you know, smart speakers, uh, you know, your home entertainment to, you know, smart thermostats and cameras and, you know, you know, so my, my, my YouTube channel is probably going to be, you know, it's going to be your different, it's going to be a little bit different than just a review. I'm not really going to mm-hmm. be doing reviews of products. Uh, really more so of the, you know, the everyday life and the whys and the hows uh, when it comes to smart home, you know, technology and, you know, accessories. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all know about the phone game, you know, <laughs> we talk about the phone game every day all the time. So, right, but right. I want to give you a little spin, yeah. not just a review, but a little bit uh, kind of, I guess, 
you know how in the movies they give you the the extras, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know the bloopers or anything right, like that. Right. I'm giving you the bloopers and the extras. Yeah, it's gonna be we, some bloopers. Uh, we were talking <laughs> about it the other day, and I just think it's a good idea because there's a lot of uh, content out there that's um, specific to just like you said, reviewing and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think you're going to approach it from a more lifestyle perspective, yeah. which is, you know, something we do on this podcast and uh, we'll make sure to have uh, Preston's YouTube channel uh, linked at the bottom of the show notes. And so if you guys want to check that out, uh, please do go ahead and uh, check out his, uh, his uh, YouTube channel. So just want to get that out of the way before we, we, get, that, we, get, we get into uh, the topic today. But, but again, just uh, like, just like the podcast, you know, we don't do this for, we do this because we're passionate. Omar, mm-hmm. Me and Omar, we get to talking about this stuff. We like, man, I think the I think the people need to hear it too. Sure. So you know, we do it because we like talking about it, and we like just pre- present it to you, present it to ourselves. Because mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is like presentation to us. We get done with the podcast and be like, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would think you you know you'll do your pre work and your and your notes and be like, it's gonna be sweet. But after we be like, I like that. Right, right. Um, so you know that's kind of kind of what the channel is really gonna be about. It's kind of it's, it's the extras of what. You might have seen in a review. I'm gonna give you the, you know, the whys and the, you know, the everyday life that I've used this product, and you know that might intrigue you to either think about purchasing. I'm, I'm not obviously influence you, but it might give you a better idea of why to purchase something or the reasons why I have it, and maybe you might be thinking the same way of certain things versus, oh, it has. Uh, a 4k screen and it has this and that no i'm not giving you specs and all that we're gonna talk about the everyday life for sure Definitely. but today um <clears throat> we're gonna talk about brand loyalty um it, i think brand loyalty is really heavy out there believe it or not it, it's a it's a it's an old thing but it, it's still a thing where people are like attached to a brand i'm one of them omar you know we I, I like to like try out different accessories but somehow i end up back buying if apple made by apple if, if made by apple has an accessory right. or a connection to whatever product i have mm-hmm. i'm I, i'm more uh i, I want to buy that more than the uh hey just get the anchor just get the bellroy bro so i want to buy that more you know and so i'm not the only person out there so you know that's what we're going to talk about today yeah, and loyalty. I think when we started talking about this podcast uh, topic, I was thinking about an old teacher of mine, uh, a marketing teacher, and he talked about human nature. Mm-hmm. Human nature is, uh, you know, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. So, like, if you go to work every day and you generally are going to park in the same spot over and over again because you've developed a comfort with, with driving up to that spot and the distance to walk from yep. the spot to the front door. Uh, so that's where, like, brand loyalty happens, you know, where you get used to the way a certain uh, brand makes you feel, uh, looks on you, whatever it may be. So in some cases, it's some people only buy Nikes, will never buy an Adidas shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people will uh, only drive a certain brand of car, you mm-hmm. know, and they become loyal to that because they've had a good experience and they see value from it. You know, whatever they spent on it, they've gotten appropriate value in their minds for it, right? That's just like uh, when I used to work years ago, I used to work at uh, Acura. Mm-hmm. Uh, just try a new sales gig, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, selling cars ain't for me. I'm not, I don't lie. I don't like, you know, pull you in just the, so that, that wasn't for me. But, um, they used to have, uh, loyalty discounts. So if like somebody else in the family or a wife or husband or whoever has an Acura, mm-hmm. you get like a extra 
discount off the car. Right. So uh, not that that happens in tech, uh, but or it, you know, kind of to a degree. You remember mm-hmm. how you said that um, if you turn in like an Apple uh, headphone, you know, we'll give you this. So mm-hmm. like they'll give you like discounts if you had something to give to them. Right. right. You know, so like an exchange. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so what does brand loyalty mean to us? What does it mean to you? So in the context of tech, it's just whether it's phones, um, accessories, anything like that, it's the company that you are going to defend, it's the company that you're going to buy, and it's the company that, in a way, you kind of uh, brand yourself, I guess, in a way, uh, to being, to lining up with their... um, with their values, I guess, right? And I feel like in tech, it seems like it's more than in other realms. Like, if again, I'll use the Nike example. Like, you don't see people getting into comment wars on the internet because they like <laughs> Adidas over Nike or vice versa. Right. Or they like Reebok or whatever, or Under Armour. Hey, that's and, true, man. I've never seen a uh, Jordan versus Yeezy like debate. No, it's just like, oh, I like Jay. I like, I like, like Yeezy. I like yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of times you see people have both, you know. But you'll, but... Get, you'll get that in Tech Wars. For, it's Tech Wars for real. And I think it's because, like, it all starts to me with the phone, okay. right? Yeah. Because that's the device you have on you all the time. That's the device you're using the most. It's your most frequently used computer device, right? Yeah. And you develop an attachment to this device. So... When you develop that attachment, it becomes deeper than just, you know, metal, glass, and silicon. Yeah. You know, it's it's about how this device makes you feel. And Yeah, feelings have a lot to do with it, bro. So, obviously, you know, you kind of laid out you have a loyalty with Apple, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, do you have any sort of similar loyalties in other realms, whether it be uh, computers or headphones or anything like that? So, um... Not necessarily. I, I, you know, you know, we had, you know, just like our, our episode on uh, minimalism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I might jump into the Jordan game or the Yeezy game. You know, I, matter of fact, during the pandemic, I did. But then I realized it was just too much money for me. And I was just like jumping and searching. And, you know, it, it became a, 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 a crazy habit of like, what's the, when the next Yeezy's coming out? When the next Jordan's coming out? I was like, that's just an expensive habit. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I used to be just, uh, you know, like a Levi's guy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but the more, uh, where, what they call it, athleisure, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? More that that is a heavy trend. Like that's kind of my thing. T-shirts and some joggers, man. Um, but no, I don't really have anything else. Um, I don't have it for TDs. I don't have it for appliances. Well, I give you one for appliances, and that's just off topic and weird, right? But I'm a dad. I'm old, dur, and appliances excite me. Um, but GE, for okay. me, it, I probably would. My next appliance is like washer dryer, uh, fridge, freezer, whatever, might be a GE. And the only reason is. Not because I'm loyal to it, but because my my parents mm. from years ago, GE, GE, GE. And guess what? My mom handed off uh, our washer and dryer and a uh, 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 dishwasher from when I was 11. Mm. Still works. So you and, st- and, and the washer and dryer is still current right now mm-hmm. in stores. Right. 
So I'm just like, dang, GE might be where it's going to have to be for me when I'm ready to buy my own stuff. So you're like speaking to like a inherited loyalty, right? Ah, you know, yeah. so where I feel like I have that with, with like with German cars. So if you told me, here's German cars, which brand do you like? Okay. I'd probably pick BMW because my dad drove up a BMW, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, um, But another thing I think about is the values of a company sometimes influence those yeah, decisions. So I feel that. Um, for me, well, you mentioned appliances and TVs. Yeah. For me, it stuck out immediately for LG. Yeah. Because, like, I have LG microwave. I have yeah, LG TV. Uh, too, LG right? TV. Yeah. And <laughs> if I was in a position to buy a fridge, and because I'd buy LG. I'd buy an LG fridge. <laughs> nice. Why? Because yeah. I look at LG as an innovative company that is more subdued. Okay. They're not like in your face about look how awesome we are, right? You know, and Samsung. Hey, yeah, we can like, do all this on our team. Right, right. And <laughs> LG's just kinda like it's almost like that old HTC uh slogan, quietly brilliant. Yeah. I feel like LG's like quietly innovative, you yeah. know, with all of their tech. So that speaks to me, you know, being the take a more modest approach. So to me, that's why I bought into that. As far as like clothing like you're talking about. We talked recently about how I only buy like Tom's shoes right now for the most part. And yeah. so I'm like super loyal to Tom's because I like the core values that they have in, in sense of helping uh, impoverished nations, yeah. uh, being eco-friendly, using recycled materials. You know, I buy into that whole ethos. So I'm loyal to them as a shoe consumer. But the difference between that and like smartphone tech especially is that you... I'll buy Nike. Yeah. Even, it's not like I'm only buying Tom's, right? <laughs> Whereas in the phone wars, people are kind of like, well, I'm only buying an iPhone, or I'm only buying a Samsung, or you know, whatever other brand you want to think of. So that's what's so interesting about that to me. Um, and like, just to wrap up like uh, this portion, as far as like headphones, you know I love my AirPods Pro. Right. Um, honestly, I've become loyal to that. Yeah. Like, I've tried out other solutions, but I always end up back on AirPods or AirPods Pro. So I think with truly wireless headphones as a small niche, I'm loyal to them there. Yeah. And I'm so loyal to them, actually. I thought about this. I was rationalizing in my head. You remember this? Yeah. And I was like, man, should I just get the AirPods Max? You know, the $500 ones? You know, yeah. I was like thinking in my head, like, I don't care that they're heavy. I don't care that they have a ridiculous looking carrying case. Uh -huh. I don't care they use lightning instead of USB-C, whatever. I, I know this AirPods experience. I like yeah. this AirPods experience. Your professional AirPods. And it's, these Air are the bigger Potter. ones. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and so I thought about that. And that's where the loyalty gets you because you're willing when you're loyal to a company, you're willing to try something try new. That <laughs> Hence the AirTag. I didn't even see myself uh, getting an AirTag. Like when it, when we heard the announcement, mm -hmm. I was like, "You're like, eh, eh, right?" Eh. And then I, I, you know, I even kept saying, "What am I gonna? I'm not gonna. Right. Anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it." Right. And then guess what happened? Days later, I'm just like, "How? Why would I have one?" Well, I did forget my keys one time. Oh, creating a need. Right. So I created a need based on my loyalty to Apple. So, yeah, I feel you on that. So let me ask you this. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Ooh. So we've had discussions about Apple products. So you own AirPods. You own an iPhone, obviously. Uh, your family has iPads. Yeah. Um, you, I think for a while, were thinking about a MacBook. Yes. And a Mac Mini. Yes. 
what about and you have air tags now? Yeah. What about Apple as a brand keeps you loyal to them? That's a good question. So deeper, deeper than just what I have. Yeah. So you know, uh, you guys have heard me talk about it. Omar knows it. I, I try to be as green as I can with what I have. You know, most of my light bulbs in the house. Well, not most. Some of the light bulbs in the house. I know. I say most. Mm-hmm. Some may not be smart, but some are smart and they're green efficient, right? Um, um, shoot, what was the question? I'm why are you? <laughs> why are you uh, like loyal to Apple? Why oh Apple? yeah, so sorry, I was talking about the green movement. You yeah. know, Apple's uh, uh, their whole like uh, their stores and everything are ran on 100 percent renewable energy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of their products are are are, are um, manufactured with recyclable content, recyclable aluminum, recyclable nylon, and this is that and the other. So. Um, and then, like, the power is more efficient and things like that. Yeah, they're so, going to be carbon neutral right, by 2030. By 2030. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so not only do I just like it just because I, I got hip to it and I, it's a habit, but they got a lot of green stuff going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that that's also to say for, you know, Google and Amazon, you know. So when I do buy these products or talk about these products, like, I'm happy to see that they have some green initiative to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me is awesome. So uh, I, would, I would say that would be the addition to you know me getting this whereas not a lot of other companies uh that we talk about talk about how green they're trying to be you mm-hmm. know what i mean so google talks about it amazon talk, kind of talks about it apple really talks about it too so uh i would say that's the other reason why I, I i stick to you know google i don't know you know let's just say i would i mean not google i stick to apple mm-hmm. let's say i get rid of the iphone and let's just say the other top notch is a samsung right mm-hmm. i really don't know how green samsung is mm-hmm. not only have i not not because i haven't done my research on it but because they really don't boast about it right you know what i mean so yeah, they only brought it up after Apple removed the, the charging block from the iPhone, and right. then they started talking about that too. Right. So I would like to hear, without doing research, that Samsung is doing something more about you know their you know green and carbon neutral right. you know ways of life. Yeah. So I think about that, and like when I look at phones, for me, I feel like uh, how long we know each other now? Three years, right? Yep. So in those three years, I feel like the main phone brands that you've seen me carry are LG and Google, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this yep. year too. So I could say that I'm loyal. Well, now obviously LG is no longer in the picture. But so yeah, you got to find a new loyalty. Right, right. So, <laughs> and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So I look at it and it was like, all right, so why am I loyal to, or have I been loyal to LG and Google? Mm-hmm. So LG, I'm loyal to, I've been loyal to both companies because for two different reasons. So Google, I've always felt was in tune with the idea of minimalist tech on the phone side. And they have been ever since the Pixel 1. Yep. I remember sure, when, even, even back then with Nexus. Right, even, even before yeah. that, right. But I remember when the Pixel 1 came out, I was like, what is this rebranded HTC phone, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, so anyway, it's just kind of like... I was skeptical, but then I started using the Pixel 1, Pixel 2, Pixel 3, Pixel 4. I mean, I've had all these phones, and right. uh, I'm just kind of like, yeah... This is my thing. You know, I, I like this minimalist approach, no bloatware, that whole thing. LG, I've always enjoyed because, again, they don't boast about these features. They don't talk mm-hmm. about color saturation and stuff like that like Samsung does. Yeah. They just say, look, we're going to give you all... You want features that are functional? Here they are. So I look at, like, my V60. I could make that phone 
as a, a desktop computer if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I could make that phone have two screens at the same time. I yep. could make that phone into to have stylus support. Yeah, you know, I have all these options, and I appreciate them considering somebody like me who likes to maximize their phone, right? So that's why I've always appreciated LG. And again, that both companies have this understated approach to their companies. And I think that that is something to be admired. You know, yeah. they're not in your face, right? Yeah. And I really feel, and it's just like simple designs that are functional. Okay. And that always spoke to me. Yeah, um, I feel you on that. And yeah, I've never, that. I've never... I feel you on the Google thing. That's why, you know, prior to me having an iPhone, like mm-hmm. I, I've had every single Nexus there is. Right. I've tried every Pixel, obviously. Um, but um, just, I've never just been a, 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 you know, we talk about, in tech, we talk about a lot of bloatware. Mm-hmm. Like for years, you know, when these phones were just coming out, like I just didn't, I didn't, I probably didn't keep a phone based because, I probably didn't keep a phone other than Nexus, you know, now Pixel or an iPhone because it just had a lot of extras. Mm. It it was fun at first. Right. But then, you know, a lot of extras. I'm like, eh. That's always been my thing with um, OnePlus. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, they don't don't do a lot of bloatware to their credit. Right. But it's just like, everybody's like, oh, OnePlus are great. It's speed, this, 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 this. And I'm just like, I'm using a OnePlus. I'm like, yeah, objectively, it's a really good phone. Yeah. But... I just don't have that same connection with what I feel to be their brand message yeah. that I do with LG and Google. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of talked a little bit about our own um, loyalties, right? But let's talk about the perception that of, of brand loyalty in the sense that it's like a cult almost. Yeah. And I'm not only talking about Apple. Because, yeah. you know, that's the easy... That's the easy one. That's the easy one to say, like, yeah, yeah. the whole uh, green bubble, you know, <laughs> syndrome thing with iMessage. Yeah. And, I mean, that was just good marketing, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> realistically. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Why Why do you think it's that has been so effective, by the way? Like, the... with the, the whole green bubble thing. Where it's like, oh, my God, I can't handle... Like, to the point where my iPhone friends, if I go back to Android, are like, ugh, now I got to go talk to you on Facebook Messenger so I can WhatsApp, so I can so, get that same like experience. I don't want to deal with the green bubble. So, all right, minus color, mm. I, I'm just gonna put it out there. Minus the green and blue, right? The instant action of a message because it is iMessage sure, that goes through sure. the internet is part of the, uh, I would say, part of uh, messaging itself's wall for Apple. And, right. and even now, yeah, right. yeah. And, and even now that Android has RCS. You get those chat features, you get the, you get the speed, you get, you know what I mean? So like, I think that's what, and then like, once people are start, you know, messaging their friends, their parents, their, you know, whatever, they're like, oh, this is quick and easy, quick and easy, right? Right. It's, and, and if you know so many people that have an iPhone, they're like, oh, I see a lot more blue. I read an article once that the blue and green actually does something to our minds, mm. right? So, um, I mean, think about it in this context, like, uh, from a comic book perspective, like, Apple always prides itself on being the good guy, yeah. right? The good guy wears blue. Yeah. You know, yeah. Captain America, yeah. um, like the Fantastic Four, they're all wearing in blue. Yeah. The bad guy, a lot of times, in like these superhero stuff, like wears green. There's something yeah. about, it sends a message of, of greed and the desire yeah. for power, like Doctor Doom yeah. or green. You know, yeah. so that I think there's a, a subliminal correlation there. Obviously, you know, we're not you know, uh, scientists or anything like that. But I think there's something to that. Yeah. Um, but 
what it gets me to say is like, Apple fans will always say, look, the they'll use the it just works line all the time, right? <laughs> and for the most part, it's true because an iPhone is not designed to do more than phone tasks. You know, I talked about right. LG a second ago with the desktop mode and dual screens and stuff. Apple's not trying to do Yeah. Apple's whole deal is here's a simple, straightforward phone that's going to do, and to the point, sometimes it's too simple, like when they were trying to grapple with file management, right? Yeah, and yeah. And when they like introduced the files app. Um, it's okay. Yeah. So I think that, but Apple sends this image of, of functional luxury, I think. Mm, I love it. You know, it's like, here's the simple, reliable phone, simple, reliable hardware in general, and software that matches that simple, reliable vibe, right? But like, so, even minus the, the iMessage thing, mm-hmm. when we're talking about cult, and cult is so, the word cult is just so like, you know, <laughs> right, extra, right? right? Yeah, I know. But anyways, uh, like, I told Omar multiple times this story. I bought a, last year or two, Pixel 3 or Pixel 4. I bought a Pixel 4, right? And, uh, or I think it was Pixel 3, actually. Pixel 3 XL. Me and my wife and kids were going to Chicago. That's my wife's room. I lived there for for a little while. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get this phone before I go out of town. Actually put it to the test. Not like just me hanging around the house, whatever. Let's go out of town with it. Let's use it. Man, cool going there. I got there. Like my my wife got an iPhone. My sister in law got an iPhone. Uh, my my wife's cousin has an iPhone. Everybody around me with an iPhone, and I'm just like, I got my Android. Yes, I love the Pixel experience, but I'm just like, I feel left out. Where's my iPhone? <laughs> there's like I've talked about FOMO on the pod before. Yeah, there's there's real FOMO when it comes to iPhone. Yep. The funny thing for me is whenever I get an iPhone and people, I never tell anyone when I get an iPhone. <laughs> I just do it. He doesn't. I swear. What'll happen for me? The message would be blue, and I'm like, "Hold on, wait a minute." I might call him. (laughs) I might might call him, but I'll just send it again and be like, "Is this blue? Is this for real?" So, and see, but see, before he says something, you see what I said. Is this blue? Is this for real? You know what I mean? Like you, you see the color of the message change. Like he's part of the crew. Yeah, yeah, it's like, "Oh my god, got an iPhone!" You know, and they're excited (laughs) about it because there's that dedication to Apple's perceived nature of quality i guess right yeah where you you assume like there's like i mean you go on twitter and yeah. you see all these like beams or whatever and people are just like oh it's 2021 you still got an android you know <laughs> when the reality is like android guys hate that because yeah. it's like bro what do you mean my note 20 ultra costs more than your iphone 12 right you know and they can do a whole lot more they could do a whole <laughs> lot more you know and it's just like they get mad about that yeah. but that's the status the symbol status, yep. that iphone has become yeah let's switch to talk about samsung fans and like that to me is the interesting piece because you could chalk up the whole iphone loyalty thing to yeah pop culture okay you know everybody uh, all every celebrity has an iphone it's like blackberry back in the day. everyone yeah. had one right yeah. samsung people they try to they, it's like they've become they want at first we're like we're the anti-iphone right mm-hmm. but uh, slowly but surely they've become just like iphone people yeah you know and we'll get more into this later but it's it's just fascinating because samsung people not only are mad at you if you have an iphone yeah They'll be mad if you use another Android phone. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh, you got LG? Ugh, you use OnePlus? <laughs> you know, it's 
the, and it, it's just crazy. The, and, the interesting thing about you know the the, the cult thing I, mm-hmm. again, I don't like that word. Right. Um, not in a bad way. Samsung users dress differently. What do you mean by that? All right, so like an iPhone person, okay, they you know they they don't they feel like they only want the best. Sure. And a Samsung person, yeah, they want the best, right? But you know they're they're open to like other like things. Mm. Uh, I, how can I put it? Um, uh, okay, so your stereotypical so, so, iPhone user, what are they what are they wearing? So, okay, so they they're they're probably going to be wearing the. Uh, uh, um, Nicer pants, like slacks. Mm-hmm. I guess before I start putting labels on stuff, what I'll do is this. I'll say this. Your Apple user is a more like businessy type of person. More like, you know what I mean? Kind of like BlackBerry. You would think mm-hmm. BlackBerry was like the business phone, right? Okay. Whereas the, the Android user is more open to, uh, you know, you got the hippie, you got the, you got the, you know, they're, they're everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you got an Android world of everything. Whereas Apple, like you said, it is a cult. There's a certain people that I think put it okay. Here, here goes might be a better a better uh, um, correlation. Mm. iPhone users were Yeezys, Android users or Samsung users will rock anything. Okay. okay, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I think you, a lot of times, like the stereotypical image of the iPhone users, like they're they probably get their coffee from Starbucks. Yep. They're See, wearing okay. Uggs. See, they so got you, the Patagonia. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, That's what I, I was saying. Yeah, I got And there's nothing wrong with that. You right, know what I'm right. saying? But you would think like, yeah, they, you know, like matter of fact, my, my daughter's friend today, I was like, hey, uh, we about to go to Dunkin'. You want some Dunkin'? She's like, no, I don't usually drink Dunkin'. Mm-hmm. I was like, what you do? You just drink Starbucks? You got Starbucks money, huh? <laughs> so yeah, like, you know, it's the same thing minus tech. You got people that really only drink Starbucks and don't even give a damn that a cup of coffee is five dollars. You got people that go to Dunkin' only because oh, it's good enough. Two dollar coffee, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So I would say the Starbucks would be Apple, Dunkin', and Tim Hortons, and all that would be your Android. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. I th- and the thing about it too is funny with Samsung yeah. is they position themselves like, oh, we could our phone could do so much more than the iPhone. But then it slowly became into a thing of like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But, you know, this Motorola does more than your Samsung does. And they'll be like, well, you don't need all that. You know, and, <laughs> and that's like the interesting because you, you have these people who want to confirm their bias. Yeah. You know, um, when people like, I, I mean, I, I did that too when I, when I was, you know, like vouching for LG when they're still yeah. making phones. You're like, oh, why do you use LG? I'm just like, I was always like, I had like my my counter arguments ready. Mm-hmm. I would be like, best audio experience, manual camera, I could do a bunch of stuff with it. You know, I got all these little integrations, blah, 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 blah. I can't get that on Samsung. I can't get that on iPhone. I can't get that on Pixel. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you're like defending it. Yeah. Um, but something you brought up uh, before we started recording that I want to kind of bring up is, is logo placement mm. like obviously the That's big crazy. one here is iphone right yeah. because you buy a, a case for your iphone nine times out of ten it's either gonna have an engraving mm-hmm. of the apple logo it'll be see-through or it will uh, have a cutout there goes for, our visual we need it for the, yeah, for the right. video there it is uh <laughs> For the audio listeners, Chris just showed his uh, iPhone case on camera. <laughs> and you know, uh, it's crazy you say that because some of the other YouTubers we follow mm-hmm. and some of the podcasters we follow, they literally will say that, oh, for the ones that can't see, yeah, this yeah. is what's happening. Right. So, I mean, again, so that, I think this is why we need to go back to that because, you know, for people that actually see, we've done things that they can't see. 
Mm-hmm. You know, not that the doing this mattered, but uh, adds to the effect. Yeah, yeah, you know, bam. But that just firmly places the fact that oh, I'm using an iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I think like Samsung now they got real big on the heavy camera modules in the mm-hmm. top corner. Yep. That's how you know it's a Samsung yep. because it has that big block of cameras. And with the iPhone, you see the logo. It's a huge logo, yeah. right? That's why companies who have subdued uh, labeling on their devices aren't doing as well. Mm-hmm. And but because it's, it's all about creating the brand. That's yeah. why when you buy an outer box walk, for your iPhone 12, it's has big old cutout, so you see that this is an iPhone. Even yeah. though most people know it's an iPhone, yeah. you know. And I mean, just to piggyback off of that, like I was telling Omar before the podcast, I said, hey. Uh, there's so many other cases that I want, right? Like I want the Bell Roy and I want the, uh, what else we talked about? There's another brand that we talked about maybe. Uh, um, like a leather one or just a There's like an Alcatara one that you, ta- that you mm-hmm. sent to me. Like there's so many other like better cases and you, I know you hear me. Like then why don't you buy it, Press? No, I get that. But like we're talking about, we're talking about this brand loyalty. So like I'd rather buy the same price Apple case, Apple leather case, that's the same price at Bellroy that actually makes leather goods just because I want to show that Apple logo or because I'm loyal to the Apple brand and I want that uh, continued loyalty. Yeah, you purchase. have an image of quality yeah. in Apple, yeah. right? But not only that, when I used to work for Apple, uh, I was uh, trained to know, I don't know if this is something they say, mm-hmm. but I trust Apple. They right. said that they the, in, it, the accessories that they allow into their store are the accessories that they have tested for their products. Yeah, and they've cultivated that yeah, so. that image of quality. Yeah. So you believe them yeah, because yeah. the way their products have worked for you in the past doesn't lead you to doubt that. Yeah, you know, yeah, so that's true. Um, but that was a very interesting point uh, that you had mentioned. But I kind of wanted to deep dive deeper into the narratives of what a certain loyalty to a brand looks like. Mm -hmm. So we talked about Samsung earlier. Let's start off with them again. Galaxy fans, from what I've seen, are just kind of like, our phone is powerful, but not too powerful, right? Like, though you'll see like a Galaxy, they're so focused on beating Apple that they don't even consider other Android phones. So they'll just be like, well, I got Dex. I got um, these heavy uh, editing modes, uh, Bixby's better than Siri, you know, spec specs heavy, like you said, got all that RAM. I could do all this extra on, you know, I can, uh, my, I think YouTube only uh, can uh, present in a certain quality on mm-hmm. Android or Samsung. Like they had a list of what mm-hmm. phones can go in the better quality. Oh, the HDR yeah, stuff. And, yeah, and, and, and iPhone. I don't know if it's changed. I haven't seen it, but they had a list recently. Uh, where, like I said, YouTube, I mean, Android phones can do a certain quality that iPhone couldn't. Yeah, and the, yeah. the big culprit of that was back in the iPhone 11 and 10R okay. because yeah. they were capped at 720. Yeah. So they couldn't present in 1080 yeah. or HDR. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah, but Samsung people would be like, our phone is more powerful than the iPhone. We could do so many more things. When you're like, cool. All right. <laughs> but what if I told you this OnePlus can do that and this LG can do that, yeah. or whatever? And then they're like, yeah, but you don't need that. You know? You yeah, know, they, they set it down real quick. Like, no, no. So <laughs> the idea with Samsung, it was always about being more powerful than Apple. But yeah. having the conversation with other brands, no one cares. Right, right. right. It's like, yeah, that's cool. But who needs that, right? Yeah. What you need is this feature that, that makes Samsung exclusive. So uh, that's all. I always thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 
that they're so combative about beating Apple. Yeah. That they take it upon themselves to say, yeah, well, Samsung, we got to understand the reason why Samsung does these things. Like with the S21, people are saying, well, why did you uh, lower the resolution? Why did you take away micro SD card support? Why did you switch to plastic? Mm -hmm. And the Samsung fans are just, you know, they're explaining it. And they're just like defending Defending what their brand of choice made an executive decision on. Uh As opposed, like I always said to people like when the S21 came out. You know, S1 was $800. I was like, your money's better spent by, is before they pulled out of the market, your money's better spent buying a V60. Mm-hmm. You save 100 bucks, you get yeah. the dual screen, similar power, and you still get the micro SD card slot. Same but resolution screen. But it's that name. But yeah, it's Samsung, right? Yeah. It's, it's a Galaxy, right? Yeah. So Galaxy, to that means uh, it's up, up there. Oh, yeah. I've had so many people come in. Like, you know, we talk, we, I've talked about this probably on, the, on, on, on our Google podcast, uh, where they would come in and say, I want the best camera, right? This was back then when like Pixel was really like flaunting that we got the best camera, right? Mm-hmm. And they're still one of the top notches. Like, of course, other manufacturers are catching up. I guarantee you, the next ca- next phone that Google makes, if hopefully they make it, will probably then say we got this new technology for the, and they'll probably beat it for another few years. I think Google will probably continue to be the king of cameras if they keep pushing out. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah. So, so let's let's now shift that. To Apple. Yeah. What does an Apple fan sound like? So, I'll say... I'll probably handle most of this one. So, <laughs> from the perspective of an Android user, the not just a Samsung user, a person who just uses all Android phones, the iPhone user is a content person. And what I mean by that is... I must be different then. I ain't content like hell. <laughs> it's... You know what your phone can do, uh-huh. and it does it well, and uh-huh. you don't have to do too much with it. So the iPhone user is more so about, well, I want to mess with all these launchers and icon packs and a million settings or whatever that you find on Samsung and LG. I just want a phone that turns on. I could do my social apps. I could make my communication stuff work, and everything's good to go, and I don't have to worry about it. I trust Apple to deliver that experience. Apple secure, Apple safe, and but it's also a little bit of a you know the perception that because of Apple's marketing that they're a superior product just because they work efficiently with what is presented. So to me, an Apple user is going, but there is a sense of superiority there, right? Mm-hmm. Android phones are buggy. Android phones are laggy and crash all the time android phones get viruses mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is no longer true no, it used no, to be man. true back in like the true. jelly bean days, and you would but... know and you would see it and know it like you right. know you would have to be and i've said this on a, on a previous podcast you would have to know android in order to i guess ignore the force closing to ignore mm. anything that might have went wrong because you know how to fix it like mm-hmm. it, it's part of being in that cult or in that culture of android you just know how to fix it like yeah i'm not gonna lie i've had some issues with even the pixel 5 mm-hmm. but i knew how to deal with them on at a, at a mindset level like I, I this is android but not in a bad way it kind of it kind of made you feel like oh, i'm geeking out mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing my i know own what i'm pro- doing I'm i know what i'm savvy. doing i'm yeah. fixing my own product i'm, I'm right. doing my own troubleshooting versus like you said with an iphone it's like it just worked. Well, mm-hmm. I know, well, I know you he's get saying what it, you but get. You, you know? get what you get, right? Mm-hmm. It just works. So you don't have you don't have many options. Or just like when Steve even started, he didn't even with the computer, he didn't want nobody to get in there. 
He didn't want nobody to change. You know what I mean? So it's just like the phone. You know, it, it just does what it needs to do, and that's it. There's nothing. He didn't. He didn't want the user to have to do, like you said before, nothing more than what the phone is supposed to do. Right. So, and I think Apple fans buy into that vision where yeah. they're just like. Well, I don't need to do laptop stuff on my iPhone. That's what I have a MacBook for. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, most people that I... We, we've talked about it many times. Most people only use maybe 10% of their phone, sure, right? Sure. And especially our generation and younger, they ain't doing nothing but social media, texting, internet browsing. So to be honest with you, like, maybe all they need is an iPhone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you got some people like us that appreciate what android has to offer you right, know what i mean right. like we'll play with all those toys whereas you know your average consumer on the phone won't you know what i mean so yeah so i mean apple has its target minus the advertisement and the, and the people that have it they have a, a good target without even talking about cold brand loyalty they have a good target for people that oh i really don't need them i don't need that you know what i mean so yeah now the next thing is the pixel fan okay so pixel fans well, let's let's slash that. Let's say Nexus and Pixel fans. I mean, I know man, they're it's, dead. It's been it, six years. It's the man. same, <laughs> but it's the it, all it is is just the upgrade, right? Let's just say Google. Hard. Well, Google phone Google fans. Phone. So Google phone fans <laughs> talk about two things. Yeah. Software updates. Uh huh. And camera. Yeah. That's it. And so basically, the idea is. We have pure Android. We are going to get the new version of Android before you. Yeah. And now Samsung's getting better about that and has gotten better about that, but that's their thing. Yeah. Um, camera, they're always going to say, our AI is going to take the best, craziest pictures. I don't care how many megapixels are on your Samsung. I don't care how many lenses are on your iPhone. Yeah, they did it for one, with one lens for a very long time. That's the And crazy even now, part. it's still only two. You know where iPhone has gone to three, and Samsung's gone to four. I mean, there's there like a Nokia phone with five. five. What about the one with all the? Uh, yeah, that's the Nokia Nokia five. One, yeah. I thought it, I swear it had more than five. Yeah, it's five. It looked it looked like it. <laughs> yeah, there's other sensors there, but oh, it looked like yeah, eight. Yeah. But yeah, so Google fans are all about the idea. Like, look, we're trusting in Google's AI. Mm-hmm. You know, Software this and it's almost like I feel like the Pixel has become. It's gonna sound a little weird, like a lifestyle phone, in the sense of. I'm out and about. I'm taking all these pictures. Look at these awesome pictures oh, okay, I yeah. took. Yeah, when you put it that way, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and when you have a phone with those updates and the clean software experience that Google provides, you're like, yeah, I don't need to do too much to get the most out of my phone. I just feel like that's how Pixel fans are. Dude, let me tell you. So I, I, I probably said this story a whole bunch of times, but I love this story. When I was in college, I, I had a business class. We had to create a business or a business plan, right? Okay. My business was, and I don't care that I'm saying it. If somebody out there want to steal it, great. You got the money to steal it because it's an expensive business plan. Uh, I had an idea where you would bring me your phone and you would say, hey, I want the Nexus camera. I want the uh, Sidekick flip, mm-hmm. but I still want to keep my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I still want my, I, I, want, I want my, I, I want the OS for, for Apple. Right. Right. Uh, but obviously that'll take a lot of money. You got to pay different manufacturers. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, actually be able to certify, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, what I'm trying to custom mod to your phone. Right? right. So what I'm getting at is, uh, yeah, I would take this iPhone with a Google camera hands mm-hmm. down every right. freaking day. Yeah. And, and like, don't get me wrong. The iPhone camera has gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah. But, but there is something about the Google looking for I you. I tell you, I keep telling you about that, that, uh, the, uh, portrait. Mm. 
when I had my Pixel 5, snap, done. Didn't have to focus, didn't have to wait for the yellow icon to show right, up on right, portrait. Right. It's ready. <laughs> so, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I think cameras do too much today where Google got it down packed. Uh, close it out with OnePlus fans. Um, to me, OnePlus, the OnePlus guys are just kind of like, our phone is going to have the most specs. It is going to be so fast. We're power users, enthusiasts, and we're going to demand more from our phones. Our charging is faster than yours. Our processors overclocked. We got more RAM than you. We got faster storage than you. Feel. We have... Stock Android, Sandstone but better. back. Right. So <laughs> OnePlus is all about like, we're power users. We know what the hell we're doing with our phones. And you guys just don't get it. Right. Uh, that's kind of like the the vibe I've always gotten from OnePlus fans. No, I, I feel you. It, that's the gang. That's the gang to join. I'm not lying. Like that, that. But I told you this on the, I think a prior podcast or just me and you. OnePlus has changed. Sorry if you're listening. Uh, or even if you're a fan of OnePlus, I remember the the true OnePlus back then. They were like so into like their consumer, like for real. You, you send us a photo of you breaking your phone, and we'll give you a a a, a OnePlus. Crazy marketing tactics, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there you go. So like they did a different way to market. You needed an invite to get the phone. You know what I mean? Like yeah, now you can get them. You know whatever. But I'll be real with you. I'd rather like get it. I'd rather want to get an invite. I mean, they don't have a big. I mean, it's not sustainable, though. I mean, oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> or maybe they can make it a limit, make a limited edition one. You gotta right, invite right. me to get the limit. You know what I mean? So it was just fun. Like it was a fun I mean, way. Back to... then, OnePlus was all about price to performance, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're well, gonna pay sixty five percent less than the the flagship competition, and we're going to maximize the performance that you get for that. Mm-hmm. Now. It's more like we're about 80% less than the competition, but you're still getting really good performance. Yeah. So it's not as... Because now they sell $1,000 phones, so it doesn't feel the same. You that's, know? I think that's where it's at. Like, I, I get it on a, on, a, on a business perspective. You know, if they can do it, let's try it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, go back to... I think you, just like we say for, for Google, go back to your roots. Mm-hmm. If you go back to your roots, man, you might even gain more fans. I think they they were trying to do that with the Nord series, but even that's mm. kind of gotten a little diluted. I think well, I think what they did when they did that, you started to confuse people. Like, okay, what what are you doing? Are mm. you going back? Are you why you got this more expensive phone, but then you got the Nord phone? Like, what what what? Yeah, I think that's what happened. I think they they wanted to please two different people. When no, you just should have went back to please your original customer. Then you probably would have gained more fans based on that original philosophy. You know what I'm saying? That mission statement that you sign up for a business, keep that going. And, you know, again, I'm not saying that they're they, they're not. They're it's like not, the curse of growth, right? You know, curse, there you go. Yeah, it's that's just, why you got to be passionate like me and Omar. We ain't got that you know big old studio and all that right now. We on episode <laughs> 35. You know what I'm saying? We still doing it for the passion. Always, always for the passion. Um, so that that kind of gives you the lay of the land. I mean, obviously, we didn't talk about every manufacturer. Yeah. You know, there are Motorola fans. There are Sony fans. There are... Uh, I mean, who else makes phones here in the U.S.? Um, what was you what did you say? Samsung, Sony. I mean, Samsung, Sony, OnePlus. LG. Uh, LG. Well, LG doesn't yeah, care right. anymore. Uh, Apple. Apple, Samsung. Yeah, I mean, that's basically everybody. Yeah. That's basically everybody. See, I that, mean, there's we, other fans, too. Like, need more comp. Xiaomi, Huawei, you know, yeah. you know those, uh, Oppo, Realme, you know, all those companies uh, have their own fan bases. But 
for us here in the States, those four are probably your main ones that get talked about the most. Yeah. Um, but that brings me to the next bit, which is uh, how does the idea... So, Chris, you're big on the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. How does the fact that everybody's building out their own ecosystem now impact brand loyalty for these brands that make tech? How does it impact? Mm-hmm. So does does it create more loyalty because there's ecosystems now? In your eyes, like, for, are you more locked into Apple because not only do, you, do they make your iPhone, they make your headphones, they make your home speaker, they make your uh, smart home platform, all that stuff. Jeez. Bro, um, it's crazy. I, I wish they didn't. Like it, it's it's. I I don't know if anybody, I, probably anybody that that's into tech probably has maybe the same struggle that I have. They're probably like, you know, they're probably okay with what they have, right? They're like, okay, I got the iPhone, I got all this, and I'm fine, right? You know, whatever. I'm gonna keep going about my day. But then like, anybody can come out with something, Amazon or Google, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And they might even think for a second, like, dang, I wish Apple had that. Eh, it's all right. It, it, it's fine. I'm good with what I got, right? Mm-hmm. And they just keep on going. I I think I think creating the ecosystem, yes, is a good thing. But then it's also, I mean, then it goes into that negative t- version of cult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I want to get out. <laughs> it goes into that negative conversation. I want to get out, but I can't. I have that problem when it comes to Google smart home stuff. Yeah. Like, I look at it from, oh, a, from so, a distance. I'm so on the fence with that. It is so crazy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm <sighs> looking at it from a distance of like, oh, I really like this stuff that Amazon's doing. But I'm, I'm so used to using Google Assistant, even just on my phone. You know, it's just like, I can't imagine buying an Echo device or buying a device that uses Alexa as its only voice assistant. So, I think it really does impact. Like... Mm-hmm. Ecosystems help lock into brand loyalty because mm-hmm. think about it this way. Say you're locked into the HomeKit, Siri ecosystem, Apple yep. ecosystem. You go from Apple being your phone to, yeah, but it's also my headphone platform, but it's also my smart home platform, but it's also my laptop solution. And that just creates more and more and more brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's definitely a lock-in. Like, think about, like, if you like get into Amazon and Echo stuff, you when you're uh, you're only thinking about a ring doorbell, you're not looking at Nest. Nope. You know, even though it works with Echo, you're like, well, well this is going to work better because it's made by Amazon. Yeah. And because you trust Amazon's experience, you like Alexa. Yeah. You're like, why download all these other apps? Right. And so, it it's just interesting. I think ecosystems help create brand loyalty. Like a a good example that we talked about this a couple episodes ago is the ecosystem that Sony's building. Yeah, it's yeah, a different you put ecosystem. me on game on that, and I was just like, I didn't think of that. Like, that's if a, you, that's a cool ecosystem. Like, if you are into photography and you have a Sony camera, you know, and then you have that same, you have a like a good perception of Sony. You might end up with a Sony headphones. You might end up with a Sony TV. You might end up thinking at least about an Xperia phone mm-hmm. because Sony as a brand is this is a really good brand. Yeah, right. That's right. So, I think that this ecosystem trend. It just reinforces uh, belief in your favorite brand. Where it could have been, yeah, I like the iPhone. I like Apple. And now it's like, I love the iPhone, which makes me 
love Apple, which makes me get the HomePod Mini, which makes me get AirPods Pro, which makes me think about a MacBook or an iPad Pro. Yeah, see, the problem with that, with the, with the problem with the ecosystem is, for instance, if I were to, let's say, Google I.O. and mm-hmm. talk about smart home tech, right? Right. I would, if I, let's say I wanted it, mm-hmm. that doesn't work inside my home kit. Right. I would then have to add another situation or like for a, even a better example, the outdoor camera that I have only works with HomeKit. Mm-hmm. What if I did just want to go back to having my iPhone, but a Google smart home. Now, guess what I got to do? I got to get rid of that camera because it doesn't work on the Google. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the problem with ecosystem is that if you are an ecosystem person, but you want to use something else, it's like, oh, but this doesn't work with HomeKit. Dang. And Apple doesn't make all of their stuff anymore. Like they used to they used to make their own routers. You know what I'm saying? They used to make. So it's like, ah, like I guess I would say I guess really what I'm what I'm saying is HomeKit is probably the one where it makes it hard and tough and annoying because they don't have a lot of stuff or even stuff that you want. You probably want the Ring. You probably want the Nest, but it doesn't work for HomeKit. Yeah. And another thing I think about is when you look at companies that are platform agnostic. And they're just, they work with everything. But they get downplayed because you have this brand loyalty to Apple. You know, so I use this, I've been talking about the Sonos Rome a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, I look at the Sonos Rome. You might have somebody looking at the Rome mm-hmm. and saying, oh, yeah, you know, I could use Apple AirPlay. I could use, uh, you know, Google Assistant. I could use Alexa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have HomeKit or, or mm. Google Home Setup. You know, I was like, I'm gonna trust Nest Audio more. I'm gonna trust HomePod Mini more. So, and you, those type of companies suffer because of this uh, this brand lock in now that has been created because of the whole ecosystem thing. So let me tell you. So it's crazy that you just mentioned that because right before the podcast, you know, my wife looked at the table because Omar, I'm I'm buying Omar's uh, uh, Nest Audio, um, and my wife looked at the table. She was like, Wait a minute. You got Siri, you got Alexa, <laughs> and you got Google now. I'm like, let me tell you something. First of all, the Alexa is for y'all. I, I, I'm not even... I, you, you you only hear me call Alexa if I need to talk to the whole house. Right, this right. is just for me, though. I got the... Omar said I got my Nest Audio for audio. Then I have my HomePod for my HomeKit. But see... I was telling him when he said that, I said, thanks for that, you know, uh, breakdown from Mrs. Green. Uh, but... I actually don't like using two, so one of them gonna go away in a minute. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm loving my Google, and I'm like, you know what? And then Google I/O gonna happen. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just get rid of the HomePods. <laughs> I'll wait till the fall when something else comes right. out. Uh, so I mean, that's the th- what you said was the thing. Sonos did a great job of saying we don't want you to have to choose. Right. We're gonna put Google and Alexa in there. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they I didn't add in there was Siri, but I, but I think that the, the AirPlay use, solves that. AirPlay solves the the uh, streaming something too, mm-hmm. but as far as a voice assistant, it, it's less used mm-hmm. than it would be for Alexa, Google. So it was pointless to try and create a partnership Correct. for that. Right. So, but again, Sonos and you know Omar likes to say it solves a problem. Sonos solves a problem. So when Omar kept telling me, you know, I'm gonna get the wrong, I'm gonna get the wrong, I'm gonna get rid of my Nest Audio, I'm like, well, keep keep both. But then you know, he doesn't have a setup like that where he would really need both. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sonos solves the problem, and I think a lot more of these ecosystems need to solve a problem. I, you know, the the AirTag is one. I think they should allow Tile into their ecosystem. Right. Why not? You know what I mean? So. 
Yeah. So that brings us to this next bit, which is, does all this brand loyalty that's going on where people are just evangelizing certain brands, does that make, is that making tech a toxic place? Where you it, come it, out on that? It, it does because let's, let's say you run into the, the wrong person putting down, even if you're joking, putting down what they have. Like, oh, you got an Android? Let me get you an iPhone. Like, but what if, what if that actually emotionally hurts them? Like, damn, I thought I bought a good phone. I just bought this shit. Why? What? Really? I thought it was a good phone. A thing I think about is, like, in the uh, in the dating world, you see oh, this a lot. I've heard so many people say, I won't date somebody if they have an Android or vice like, versa. I've known friends. Wow. They've met people on, like, Bumble or Tinder or whatever. And when they exchange numbers and they message them, they're like, oh, you have an Android. Mm. Never mind. You know, and Man, that's horrible. And that's the level of it. Like, I've had people, like, they, they, there's like comment wars online all the time, obviously. And I think, again, back to our earlier example, I'm not seeing that kind of hostility between adidas and nike mm-hmm. like they're competing companies of course everybody yeah. knows that but i mean let but, but let drex say it you know he said you better not wear them uh three stripes around me or whatever <laughs> or something like that so that it, it, you, uh, maybe 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 it's a thing we don't maybe know, it's but. a thing that we don't know because in and maybe in their realm mm-hmm. you know if you come around me with some three stripes you know nah bro you can't be in my party peace out <laughs> i just like i just feel like you don't really see that outside of the tech world mm-hmm. like you see it with computers too windows versus mac os mm-hmm. um and you see it yeah those are the main two i would say i mean hey, really... but even with even when i was working for chromebook i had customers say no i ain't buying no chromebook bro like what i'm you want me to just buy an internet device i might as well buy a tablet I'm like, right, but, right. but you don't know bro <laughs> 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 let me break it down for you yeah and it's just like I, it just creates this thing where you're like you are a dumb person in the eyes of some people, for buying the other platform. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when I met, was messing with that Sony Xperia? Yeah. Immediately, what somebody said, you're like, ugh, you buying a Sony phone? Yeah, I see. You know, and, uh, yeah. and that's the thing of it, too. It's just like, you start judging people based on these decisions. Yeah, I yeah. used to be that. I used to be that guy in Android. When I was on Android and I really hated Apple, I'm like, I ain't buying that. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to really talk down on Apple so hard, bro. And I used to engage in that too, mm-hmm. uh, but recently I've just kind of you just kind of realized that oh yeah now. everybody every product exists for a reason yeah like Sony isn't making phones just because they want to yeah you know I mean sure that's part of it but they there are fans of that phone you know there are fans of Samsung fans of Apple fans of Google fans of OnePlus and I think when you start diving deep into it there's just like this hostility. And toxicity to it. And it used to be iPhone and Android. But now it's just like every company. Like, again, uh, I mentioned the Samsung people earlier. They they like, oh, you know, like, you using a OnePlus, you know? Yeah. Like, why don't you get a real Android phone, mm-hmm. you know? It's, I think the same thing can be for, for, for fitness as well. Like, hmm. why, don't you just get an, why don't you just get an Apple Watch? Why are you rocking a Fitbit? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like the tech thing is just like, the, mm-hmm. it, it, just, it just creates this um, this passion that uh that just boils over yeah. and uh which leads us to our last talking point uh on this topic which is mm. has this brand loyalty ruined competition in tech specifically in smartphones 
because when you look at if you look at market share numbers in the U.S., I'm, you know, we can't speak for Europe and Asia and stuff, but in the U.S., Apple right now owns uh, almost sixty percent market share. Samsung owns about twenty five percent, though, so that's eighty five percent. The remaining fifteen percent is divided between LG, Motorola, OnePlus, and Google for the most part. Um, so it's very you could very easily say that competition doesn't exist in the phone space in the U.S. Do you think this brand loyalty has something to play with that? Oh, 100%. Like, I, I wonder, you know, uh, um, what's the rapper name? Uh, just retired. White guy. Bobby. What's his name? He always talk about oh. Bobby and his and his raps. What's his name? Um, anyways. Oh, uh, Logic. Logic. Literally said, and, and I'm using this. This is my great example. Wait for it. Literally said, your best rapper alive is probably stacking groceries somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So the same thing goes for tech. Your best manufacturer or phone creator or somebody is probably in their basement or in some lab cooking up the shit. Like, whoa. But he's probably like, if I put it out, is it going to attract you got mm-hmm. so many Apple users, so many Samsung users. It's kind of like with the Essential. Mm. I mean, I, I really don't remember how well it did, but that's Andy. He he created, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's the creator of Android. So it's like he came in back in. The, he came in the game with a phone, but nobody really caught on. So like. Yeah, I, I think it has ruined competition. Like, I guarantee, I mean, I, it, it's the same thing with BlackBerry. BlackBerry died, Apple emerged, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's not, they can they can die, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're trillion dollar, billion dollar companies, but somebody can create something. There, There is a next something, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I think there, I think there is somebody either waiting for some drop in in the in stock or something to produce something, but yeah, like I mean, that, and we've we've said it multiple times. We we need more competition. Where who's going to be the number three? Who's going to do something something to break the yeah? The I mean, pack? here's the issue you have. The reason why you have such a why it's damaged competition. It's on all levels. So it's people recommending products to mm, their friends and family. Yep. It's when you go into a cell phone store. And all they show you is Apple and Samsung. Mm. So yeah, a lot of people, I talked about it before. They, these these people in these stores need to be trained more, or at least trained to talk about other things more. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't remember, but there's no more. I remember back then where you would get more money for selling a certain product. You would get more money for selling an iPhone or something like that. It's not like that anymore. No so y'all can talk about other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's become this thing because it's like so permeated that if you want an Android, you get a Galaxy. If you want an iPhone, you get an iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need this this and the loyalty. You know, we're human. You know, mm-hmm. so we're just gonna we're gonna talk about what we like. Yeah. But we've done that so much that we've just not even given these other brands a chance. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going into T-Mobile stores. I went to a T-Mobile store when I wanted to buy my Velvet. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, how you doing? You know, I need a LG Velvet. They look, you sure? <laughs> like, really? Or whenever I bought a OnePlus, I do the oh, same man, thing. Yeah. Oh, really? You yeah. know? And it's because they're just so accustomed to uh, the status of the big two. that, And they have warped their own minds. And even like, again, I remember 
Back when Windows Phone was a thing. Yeah. I would get crucified for using Windows Phone. <laughs> because you're like, it's not Android, it's not Apple. You know, and ugh, you know, that kind of thing. And I think there's something about American culture where we don't want to support an underdog. Mm. You know? Like, we'll, we'll root for the underdog in the movie. Yeah. You know? But when it comes to putting our money where our mouth is, yeah. a lot of times we're like, no, this is the name I know. Let's just roll with that. Yeah. It's like when you're going out to eat. You know, a lot of times people just default into a place they know. Yeah. Even if, like, like say you decide, oh, I want to go get a burger or something like that. Yep. You know, you're driving down the street. You see two places. Mm-hmm. You see, like, five guys, five guys and, and just a random slider place. And even if the reviews are high... Yeah, you're going to five guys because like, yeah, you have that association with that yep. name, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think it's a prop. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's. I mean, they got enough money so they can figure out a way to lower their pitch. Like we, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know Apple, you ain't got to keep doing these great commercials. <laughs> <laughs> you're good now, bro. Samsung, same. We all good. The stage presence when a keynote comes, you're good. <laughs> I think really it just comes down to like education, you yeah. know, like us being able to have a conversation about, you know, different types of stuff without getting mad. It's almost yeah. like, it's almost called like politics, Ooh, you know, good, good. That's good. Or they're never going to see eye to eye. Like you see, you see a couple of people debating Samsung versus iPhone. It's, mm-hmm. it's like watching a Democrat and a Republican. <laughs> you know, I swear to God. Look, don't let, and I've, I've done it. Don't let me create a post. I got 5,000 people commenting and we're going back and forth, going back and forth, sharing photos and look at my camera. And then, and then if I, and look, if, if I, you know, cause I just do a lot of surface talk, right? You know, I don't get into the nitty gritty of everything. I'll, I'll call on Omar or my boy Joe and be like, Hey, get on this post right now. <laughs> and my boy Joe will jump on there and be like, he'll give you like the, the, the deep punch of it. Like, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, uh, Brand loyalty. Yeah, it's. I kind of want to wrap up with this. It's like we alluded to it earlier about um, like I'm like a you know kid without a home right now, mm-hmm. you know, because you know LG's gone now. Mm-hmm. I don't really have as much faith in Google moving forward. I don't know what their plan is. Yep. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, I, I, the company to me right now on the phone side that really just speaks to me in the sense of what they're doing. It's probably Sony. You know, I really, I like what they're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. I also like what Moto's doing, but I really like what Sony's doing. I think they presented themselves really well this time. It, you know, in this time. It, it, just, we, we needed somebody to present themselves well. I like time. that they Other know than... who their customers are mm-hmm. and aren't trying to do too much with it. Yeah. They're like, oh, people who use our phones use our phones you know what i mean <laughs> and they are gonna be using all these modes and stuff like that it's something that lg kind of failed to capitalize on i think because they're trying to compete with samsung yeah. you know it's tough so yeah, you gotta stay in your own lane sometimes and, and, that and that's lane. what he's doing you know and it's working because now they're profitable yeah. you know nope it's so funny because everybody's like oh lg's gone sony's about to be next and then literally a week later, oh, Sony's phone division is now profitable. And they're like, yeah, but they're not that profitable. Okay, yeah. Who cares? Profitable. They st- if they still make a little change. Yeah. Because that's you know, all they need for a company like Sony. And I, and I think, you know, not to dig deep into it, I, I, I told Omar, I said, I th- my theory is that they make 
they 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 sit in the lab and make limited quantities. Oh yeah, they, they, they got a back they got a backlog. They like hold on, we gonna be ready for if it really get goes into high demand. But for right now, let's bring it down a notch. We ain't about to, we smart with the money. You know what I mean? So um, I just want to apologize, uh, at, you know, in advance for people watching and listening. Uh, my head obviously wasn't that clear today. I had a little stumbles and bumps. Uh, probably, you know, I, this topic was uh, heavy for me. It, I, I enjoyed this topic. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, I probably was just trying to speak. My brain was telling me to speak. My mouth was like, bunch of thoughts. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, whereas usually we don't, I don't get that. So I do right. want to apologize, guys. Hey, we, we got through it, though. We got, we got through it. it. So uh, that's going to wrap it up today, guys. Uh, thank that's probably you. the real passion. We ain't scripting. We ain't reading, the, <laughs> we ain't reading it off the wall. You know true, what I'm saying? True. So, uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening and watching, uh, if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, uh, to another episode of Quality Tech Talk. Um, as always, if you have any ideas for the show, any suggestions of topics we should talk about, you know, send them our way. Uh, you can catch us on social media. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Ozaran319. And then me uh, on Twitter, I am Cress Ryan. And on uh, IG, Cress Ryan. And those handles will be in the description as well as a link to Cress's new YouTube channel. We've, are you just going to use your personal channel for that? Or? I don't know. Figure it out. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, and you can catch my written pieces at ozoneleather.substack.com. Uh, all of those uh, links will be in the description. Uh, as always, thank you guys again for uh, joining us. Uh, like, subscribe, share the podcast. Quality Tech Talk, Omar Kress. See ya. We out. <laughs>